if it weirds you out and you don't like listening to yourself or us, you can take them off. Okay. You do not have to have them on. It is weird to hear myself. Actually, yeah, it is. And I I was thinking when you guys asked me, I was like, I'm so used to being on the other end of this, you know, like the interviewer instead of the interviewee. So, well, uh, if you have questions for drunk podcasters, (laughs) feel free to ask them. Okay, we can go. We can go back and forth on this. Okay, great. Proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. And with us today is Allison Needles from the Tacoma News Tribune. How are you doing, Allison? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Like, seriously, thank you very much for coming in on a Sunday afternoon. Or is it is it afternoon? I'm like looking at it's the clock. Close. It, is it, it's like it one, is. Right? Yeah, it's one. Yeah. We started this a little bit later than we normally start them. Oh, dude. Well, we uh, there, we'll we'll get into it in our next episode because one of the attendees, Mr. Steve Dunkelberger, uh, will be on our next episode, and we can talk all about um, Steve singing karaoke and oh. chugging clam chowder. I'm just gonna like that didn't happen at our place. The chugging of the clam chowder. Uh. But that's a hell of a story. So that'll be next week. Karaoke week's. did happen, though. Karaoke did happen. It was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. If you want to get more of our episodes, listen to past ones, you can go to GritCityPodcast.com. You can also find links to all of our social media, but you can just kind of Google all of that shit, right? Yeah, you should be able to find us on the Google machine. Just I'll, punch the it Google in there. Machine. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Patreon.com slash GritCityPodcast, where you can uh, help us out financially if you want to do so. Uh, four bucks a month gets uh, just uh, gets all the access to uh, the... What was it actually? All our old episodes, for That's sure. That's right. There's a couple. There's 100 or so in there, 120. Back when it was like you and Brogan, Gorilla yeah. Style. Yeah. yeah. Straight up... Uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Right. And, and of course, you'll get our thank yous. Like, yes. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and some of those stickers from Die Cut Stickers. Yeah. I just, like to, I just like to send out the stickers. I don't really... Um, man, even people that like retweet our stuff, sometimes I'll just send them to a stickers if they send me their address. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, follow us on the social media and say, hey, I want stickers, we will then uh, take your... Uh, we'll send you a message, get you uh, get your address, and we'll send you some stickers. We'll find your house. <laughs> we'll, we'll find your you house and we'll just bring them to you. <laughs> Unless you're in like Colorado, like uh, Deborah, Debris. I think it was Laura. Laura. <laughs> yeah, it's somebody. I'm really terrible at this when I have my phone. I mean, I could just like look at them. But <laughs> you also have access to the Discord and all those other things. And uh, a chance to well, see Discord, us I forgot live. About that. Yeah, and uh, at that point, you can see. A lot of times, we'll try to post uh, if we're doing something. Like if Scott and I are going about town, we'll be like, "Hey, we're going to head over here, or we're going to do something along these lines." And then, yeah. if you're actually in that chat, you can come and hang out, or you can ask us questions. And once we get the uh, video, live video going live, you can 
pop in that as well as while you're watching the live video and uh, ask us some questions to our guests. Do those coaster questions if you want to do so or just any random questions. They're all coaster questions at this point. <laughs> they really are. Any questions, a coaster question. Uh, Allison, uh, again, thank you for uh, coming in and uh, hanging out with us at the Union Club. Of course. Um, so you work for the Tacoma News Tribune. I do, yes. How long have you been there? So I came on board in 2016. I was actually a reporter for the Puyallup Herald, which is a sister oh, paper yeah. of the News Tribune. Yeah, so covering the city of Puyallup. Um, and um, that kind of, that was covering all in Puyallup. Like if it had to do with Puyallup, that was pretty much like in on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in, um, I think it's been about a year and a half, they asked me to start covering the city of Tacoma um, and also uh, the the school, Tacoma Public Schools. So, and that yeah. was and that was something that is looking at your profile at Tacoma News Tribune, it says that you uh, that you uh, cover the city and the education news for the Tacoma News Tribune. Mm-hmm. And you got on Scott's radar yeah. because of your tweets of the the council meetings. Oh, really? That's how you <laughs> That is how you, how how he got it. I thought they were just clever. Like some of them were funny, right? And I would just follow along and and I don't even care about politics at all. And I was like, "Oh, this is kind of <laughs> this is kind of slick." So, yeah, that's how. That's funny. Oh, shit. That's yeah, how I found you. I, I did that at, at, at Puyallup too, I think. And then um at the person who covered Tacoma before me was live tweeting and you know, I'll try this out. And sometimes it can be hard because things are moving so quickly, but People seem to follow along. Yeah, they're kind of funny. Like um, yeah. it, it's stuff that I never would have ever paid attention to, and and, and I, I forget the one, the the first one I read, but um, <laughs> it just caught me. I was like, "Holy shit! This this could be funny. Like this is, <laughs> this could be a great thing to do." So. Well, I and even clever. I looked at one of the most recent ones, which is actually a pretty short one. It was pretty great. But at the same point, when you're doing them, while you're live tweeting them, uh, you're like, oh, this person is bringing this up. And then this is actually you can find more information here and you give a link to one of the news articles. Mm-hmm. So I think that was really that was really awesome and a good way to get an idea of what your council people are doing, because a lot of times people are will uh, complain especially on social media, about how there's no transparency. Right. But I kind of feel that there is a fair amount of transparency <laughs> at this point in time. Mm. We try uh, as hard as we can to get people connected to our stories, and especially in this digital age, like social media is such a, a big thing. And so, um, you know, having that presence to be able to connect people with our work is um, something I like to do. So, yeah. And it's it's one of those interesting points in time where... It's with news, people will just read the headlines. Right. And sometimes just kind of do their own bias on those headlines. How do you get people to actually click on the damn story to read the story and get the context? (laughs) I mean, how does that work out for you uh, doing this? Right. Yeah. So headlines are a big thing and we try to get, you know, write them to where that, you know, at least people will want to read the story and read the whole thing. Um, And uh, it's all about, you know, providing them enough information in the headline to to know what the story is going to be about, um, but also getting them to want to read it, the whole thing. And I just hope, you know, as as a reporter that they would want to not just read the headline and want to read the whole story. That doesn't always happen, but <laughs> um, uh, we do our best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the things I want to bring up is just, uh, are you from, you're from the Pacific Northwest, yes. correct? Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, so where, uh, why did you want to get into journalism in the first place? It's, I, I, I love the, uh, just looking up, uh, finding things, uh, uh, you know, doing research and stuff like that, but it takes a, a special person to want to get into that journalism. Yeah, it does. And my story is quite different from many of my colleagues. So I grew up um, in Maple Valley. Right, um, yeah. And that's actually where I still live. So <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for driving out here. It's a bit of a drive. I know if I had I tell everyone if I had my way, I'd be in Tacoma. My husband works for the city of Renton. So that drive oh. is like Mm-hmm. One day. Um, but no, yeah, I, 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 I uh, um, so I went to PLU though. Um, so I graduated there in 2016. Um, and while my senior year there, I, um, took, um, or I was writing some freelance articles for, um, some papers around here, including the Herald, the News Tribune, the Gateway. Um, and, I was an English major, so my goal oh, okay. was I, I love to write. That's right. That's what I love to do. Um, and so then I started getting into freelancing more after I took some journalism classes. And it just so happened there was an opening. Um, I was very lucky. A lot of people don't get in journalism that way, and they work very hard. I was very lucky to get this position too. <laughs> um, and then from there, I think I I think the the love for it just grew, and it's getting to know the community on a very deep level uh, in Puyallup and getting to make those connections and to be able to share those stories and keep people informed is something that I grew to, to really love um, um, as I, as I did more of the job. Um, So yeah, that's, that's what kind of got me stuck going. I mean, I, I I love journalism and reporting um, news, but I, I love making those connections. And, and that's that's, that's yeah. one of the reasons why I, I uh, latched on to Brogan and Scott with this podcast, um, <laughs> because I wanted I wanted to learn about Tacoma and the South Sound area. And we've met so many strange and wonderful people oh, man. here that and some people will, you know, catch the ire of uh, <laughs> our listeners or even some of our non listeners. They just realize that we'll have like, you know. Mark Sargent, the Flat Earther, on or uh, the Bigfoot hunting guys, which uh, we got to get them back on. We're going yeah. camping with Rusty, and I I, I want to see if we can get some some Bigfoot searching going on. If you're camping camping with Rusty, you're kind of camping with Bigfoot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, even from like comedians to yeah. people working with um, uh, the Tacoma Urban. Oh, Tupac Performance Art yeah. Center. Yes, nice. there we go. Like you know, with them and just being able to see um, a different side of Tacoma. Right. I grew up here, but like I, I gamed and that was about it. I, you know, I stayed at a couple of game stores and <laughs> lived most of the time in university place and didn't really spend a whole lot of time in Tacoma. And being able to show people how cool it is is kind of where I'm going with it. And it seems that the same lines with you on that. Right. There's a lot of things going on here and it's fun to find them and, and uh, share them. What do you think? And I'm just throwing this out here. So you started in Puyallup. Um, for you now moving to Tacoma, what's a big difference yeah. between Puyallup and Tacoma for they're, you? Yeah, they're <laughs> very two different places. I will tell you that. Um, so I think, well, for one, Tacoma is bigger. Um, oh, yeah. There's just a, a and then, and, and Tacoma is also, you know, a larger city. They're, um, you know, here we're used to, um, you know, maybe a little bit more density and, you know, foot traffic and Puyallup less so. There's a little, there's still a little bit of a bedroom community out there. So, um, just like the politics are very different, what people are wanting, um, what they're looking for in their city, you know, 
Puyallup is, you know, uh, at least my coverage tends to be a little bit, you know, on the nervous side when it comes to more development, whereas Tacoma yeah. is really trying to, you know, get more of that here. So just just things like that. And it, I mean, it's it's. Puyallup is super close. Yeah. Like you can, it's like 10 minutes and I can go to Scott's place right off of uh, River Road. Like it's super close. I'm not going to give the address. <laughs> too, too late. Too late. <laughs> River Next Road to, is yeah. long. So yeah. I mean. <laughs> Next to one of the weed shops on River Road. There's a Next couple. to. <laughs> what are you talking about? But uh, it is, diff- it's like going from um, rural in mm-hmm. Puyallup to urban. Like it's kind of the, it's funny. My wife was like, oh, they've got all the fancy farmhouses in Puyallup and they're the bigger houses and we're looking at especially now in Tacoma a lot more looking at like you're talking about the density and getting uh, like more like condos or mm-hmm. apartment complexes which is definitely like a a difficult thing in Tacoma right now because an article you just recently wrote was about how there are uh, the housing there's a real housing issue right now and like the prices are just going right up and up and up. That's kind of scary. Yeah. Because we need affordable housing for everyone so they can be able to not have to just to be the commuters to Seattle. Right. Like, I mean, everybody know. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of anxiety around that right now. Um, and, uh, you know, what you're referring to, the housing story that I wrote with some of my coworkers, that Tacoma has, you know, the the fastest growing housing market right now in the country for at least January. But it, it's, it's, uh, it's calling into... Um, like people are excited about that. They're recognizing Tacoma is, uh, you know, we want to live there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, good things going on there, but also is highlighting, you know, our housing supply, how it's not at where we want it to be. Um, and especially that missing middle, whereas there might be a lot of high rises or something and then um, single family housing, but not necessarily duplexes, triplexes, those sorts of things that um, uh, at least the city is trying to really activate mm-hmm. that. There's a little Tacoma right there. Yep. It's like it. <laughs> perfect. And it's uh, one of the things that I've seen in my neighborhood, and I, I definitely see it, and I'll bring it up because I've been kind of really pissed off about it lately. It's just the Nextdoor app where there, there's three people that are basically <laughs> bitching about everything all of the time. And it comes down to, well, we don't want our taxes to pay for this, and we don't want our things to do that. And it's... Like, I just, I get mad about that because they're, they're not looking at any sort of progress. And I feel that we need to progress in this city in these certain aspects. Like they don't want the, 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 the mini housing, um, or the, you know, the, basically like the mother-in-law's, uh, apartments that will be in on some buildings and stuff like that. And I'm like, let people build what they want to on this. Like, it's not going to affect you in the ways that you think it will. And I, I, I don't know it, uh, the difficulty for you in all of this and reporting these things because I'm not sure. Like, I don't know how uh, do you differentiate your bias or how do you differentiate your bias between just the reporting and the facts? Because it seems less like that's a, an availability now because everyone's just putting out their blog posts as articles. So you have to have a bit of a impartiality to it. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, people want to be heard and what they're concerned about. And I feel like everybody's, you know, concerns to a point are, are, are fairly valid as in their, their Tacoma residents. They're concerned about this. Um, and so it's, it's 
it's it's talking to those people and seeing what are they concerned about and then seeing um you know the other side of why why the city's moving toward this and 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 hopefully reconciling the two um <laughs> so it, it 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 could be it could be difficult but um i think like i said i think they you know they have concerns and um want those to be heard and i um working on a, a story in the future about the city as um, implementing some more like construction design communication with with people who might live around a um, development that's going in. So, so they'll actually be able to talk with those people and get some back and forth on that, right? Okay, so that's cool, something sweet. that you know that they're they're seeing as you know people are concerned, and this is potentially a way where we can get them more connected with the project. That's um, cool. That's so, really cool. Yeah. So things like that are are, are kind of happening to try to bridge that divide because a lot of that's going on right now. And I, one of the things I really love about the fact is that you're you're doing a lot of stuff with the schools and do you do you get a chance to meet some like cool people like within the schools and that are doing some cool stuff oh that's a good question um <laughs> so no no school like, people are the worst like hanging out with They're and talking to them about all this stuff yeah no there's a lot of things going on um i I'm trying to think of an example. Um, I did talk to I, I did a story on lockdowns recently, so I got to I talk that, to yeah, yeah um, to um, I forget his title, but he um, is he basically works in security for the whole school district. I think Mike Rupert, that's his name. Good call. But he nice. yeah, <laughs> it came back to me. Um, but he uh, his job is just interesting in that there's a lot of conversation about school security right now and what's what is going on um, to keep you know kids safe and especially with this bond that was just passed there's a lot of security improvements in there so just ah, like how okay, he cool. is looking at you know um, potentially you know or being able to have more security cameras on and so like I don't know I find that stuff kind of cool but as far as like individuals um, I mean I'm sure they're there <laughs> and I think that's actually a really good thing to put out there because uh, reading the article which you can find at the Tacoma News Tribune oh, thank you. Yeah. also on Twitter Allison Needles very easy and we have all of those links right here on the descriptor for the podcast so really easy for people to check this out but looking at the uh, the fact that a lot of the east side and south side schools get or have the, the most lockdowns mm -hmm. And one of the things I thought was interesting was it's like, it's not necessarily because there's anything happening at the school. It's just there's things happening around that area, which require a police presence. So right. they're going to have to be doing that. But that's still got to be really disruptive for the kids. Right. Yeah. And um, the most interesting for me in doing that research is finding out that, you know, the police department and the school district don't necessarily, I mean, they have a record of it, but it's not look it's not there has a bit a long history of it being like looked at as what does this mean for our students kind of thing so um the fact that it's in you know east side south end a lot is really highlighting not just a school district thing but a tacoma thing and that a lot in those areas there's a big equity sort of difference between um that sort of areas and other parts of tacoma um so it was just spoke to a larger sort of issue and it's true though because i mean even growing up here you always remember it's like the north side is the fancy area 
Justin was always fancy, even though they had a Sarko and like <laughs> right. all of the pollution and stuff. And now that's turned into, I think that's where they have the Dune Memorial now. And they've turned Rustin on that very top end, very fancy, right. which I love going to that theater. Like, seriously, I love going to any theater that's got them nice reclining seats. Just love them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, you would go that way. And then coming back down to the south side around, you know, if you look at, like, Hosmer, 72nd, along those areas, there are places that are you don't necessarily really want to hang out at. And it's going to take it's going to take a lot more than just a perspective change or perception change on a lot of these things. But hopefully the reporting will put it out there to everybody and get the word out there. Because, I mean, that's what, you, what you're doing. What, yeah. what you can do. What you can do. Right, right. That's that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the things I also wanted to bring up was um, just uh, what do uh, – what so living in Maple Valley mm-hmm. and coming and hanging out in Tacoma, there's always – what I would like to call a Tacoma experience, yes. which is very much uniquely <laughs> Tacoma. I've never been to another place where I've had somebody at a gas station come up to me and try to sell me meat from their trunk, trunk like meat. trunk steak. And yeah. uh, I, I never bite onto that. Like, I'm like, fine, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. But that is very uniquely Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had an experience where it's just like, this is just Tacoma? Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, um, it is very different <laughs> um, from where I live in here. And um, I feel like uh, it was a while back, but I <laughs> I was just driving down Tacoma and I saw this this person in a Pikachu costume, which I, when I was like, I laughed at. And then I got to work and I was like, yeah, no, that seems about right. <laughs> well, I mean, we've got the guy who dances yeah. on like Sixth yeah. and Pearl on top of the electrical box, uh, sometimes yeah. on 72nd as well. Like, yeah. you know, like I... That's hilarious. I haven't seen that anywhere else. No, I was just thinking about the guy that stands out here and stacks rocks, dude. Yeah. You'll see that every once in a while. Yeah. But like this guy, like right here in between the Union Club and McMinimins, they have that open area and he'll just sit there and he'll do the stacking of rocks like he would do at the beach or anything mm-hmm. along those lines. He'll be out there all day, man, stacking rocks. Yeah, wow. we'll be recording yeah. and we'll watch his progress. We'll go and just check it out. Because like, we'll right. be here all day. <laughs> so you'll be watching him like, holy shit, he's still out there. So go ask him. Ask him some questions. Now I'm curious. <laughs> I know, but I don't want to bother him too. Like, it seems like it takes a lot of concentration to kind of get that down there. I just don't like to engage people like that. <laughs> just in general, as a general rule. And that's another thing that I've loved. I mean, and I'll even see the difference. I mean, obviously, people know about the Seattle freeze and Tacoma is very open about talking to you whether you're right. ready for it or not yeah. and I just kind of wonder like how it is um, when you're reporting in a, in Puyallup mm-hmm. uh, it, are, are people more open do you like I'm part of you know the Herald I'm finding out information. Are they more or less likely to talk to you than someone like in Tacoma? Did you know everybody by the time you left? Like, would you would come, yeah. They'd be like, oh, here comes a newspaper. It kind lady. of felt oh, like no. it, it's kind of funny when you walk in a room and everyone's like, oh, okay. The, <laughs> the reporter's here. Time to stop talking. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. Just yeah. continue. Just, just go. Yeah. No. Um, it, no, people were pretty open I, to talking to me. I mean, usually... Um, I, 
most of the time I try to reach out to people and let them know who I am before you know beforehand. So that yeah, so that 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 helps. But um I don't know. I, I guess in Tacoma, yeah, people are very open usually in speaking um to me, which is very nice as a reporter. I know some other reporters who don't get that and um and are maybe reporting in other cities I've heard where, you know, the mm-hmm. council members are harder to reach or, you know, just the, the people on this, you know, on the streets don't want to talk to you. Um I haven't really run into that as much here in Tacoma people are fairly open but still I mean there's still some so sitting in on those council member meetings <laughs> yes. um, do you get to like talk with them afterwards or before or anything like that or are you just sitting there hanging out getting that snapshot and then you maybe try to get follow-ups later how does that work yeah it depends on what's going on at the city okay. council meeting so you might have noticed the past couple weeks I've been very quiet because the council meetings have been pretty quiet you know not too much has been going on um, but yeah I usually go and if I have specific questions that you know, I feel like they didn't address. I usually, you know, I talk to them afterward. They usually see me coming. <laughs> so, um, so, but no, yeah, they're, uh, um, yeah, pretty open to, you know, if I have a question, they're, e- they're easy to reach. So <laughs> nice. That is yeah. awesome. Like, I really, I, it, it's appreciative. Like, yeah, I told you earlier, I was giving you a tour of the union club and I mentioned the fact that we had Councilman Keith Blocker mm-hmm. on the mini episode. Yeah. And it was, during the episode that we found out he was a councilman. It's like, oh, you're just using the co-working space like everyone else. This is super cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's nice that they're accessible. And even, I can't remember his name right now, but my District 5 council member... Uh, Beal? Chris yes, Beale? Chris Beal. Mm-hmm. Thank you. He's my council member. I'm terrible. <laughs> but I've, I've shot him an email yeah. previously asking about... Well, first it was a Facebook message. He's like, well, I need to do it officially over email because obviously, you know, records and such. Right. And, but it was talking about the bus rapid transit. Which seems to be a very hot button item for me in my area because we're right on Pacific Highway, which is getting a lot of mm. um, angry people about. And I was just like, well, here's the deal. Here's what some of the people that I've talked to in my neighborhood council and this is their this is what their issues they're having. He's like, well, okay, yeah, we understand that. But he was able to get back with me fairly quick, and it was nice. And I passed it on to everybody. They didn't care, but like <laughs> they just they, they, everyone's just stuck in their ways. Sure. And, what are their issues? I want to know. Um, the with the the bus rapid transit that it's going to lower property values, which I don't know if it will or not. Just by bringing in other people or what? I guess they like everybody. Uh, doesn't necessarily get into the details of why oh, they don't they like it. They don't, screaming out they bad don't say, things. They don't say it's going to bring in undesirables <laughs> or anything funny. along Crime's going to go up. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> just because it just, is. Yeah. And some of the other issues are like they, they're going to have to widen the street. Okay. And that's a real issue for a lot of people who own property right yeah. on the edges there. And which noise. I absolutely yeah, get. I get. The it. noise pollution. Yeah. And a lot of it, I'm kind of like, well... You've got a big yard, like, <laughs> I, but I don't want to be that dick, like to be like, yo, yeah, you Grow deserve, hedge, you, dude. you deserve less property. <laughs> like, I can't do that. Like, that's just that's messed up. It's like, yeah, let the government take your land. That's BS. But at the same point, I'm like, it's a little bit of progress, and you see these things, and when you're looking down Pacific Highway, and you see the dead skippers that's been there forever, and the dead tropical fish store that's been there forever, and there's other places that are just. All you got to do is put in uh, a multi-use facility that's got affordable condos, some businesses that, hey, maybe you can bring those businesses back in that we're getting Is that all out. you have to do? And parking. Yes, that's all you have to do. That's how I feel all you have to do. And 
And then I can't, I don't want to argue with people, so it gets down to yeah, that. Yeah, that's the biggest problem. And that and that's what it rolls down to with me on all of that. But it's like all of these different issues. I don't even know where I was going with this. Now I'm just <laughs> ranting at the clouds. Yeah, it's great. I love it. <laughs> you got me going it. on I it, did. man. You got me good. talking about the BRT. Uh, that's all right. what's going on in your district, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I was able to talk with Chris Beal. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, get a response. And that was what it comes down to is that the transparency of uh, you know even local government, yeah. which... People see the bigger government and they're like, well, I can't deal anything about that. Well, you can do stuff at the local levels. And I think that's kind of more important than everything else right now. It's like focus on your stuff and vote when you can on other things. Yeah. I hope at least. But Right. Yeah. And then that's, you know, our 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 hope is to get, you know, people reading and going wanting to know what's going on in their community. Um, and uh, that's uh, what. I'm driven to do, and that's what I know my coworkers are driven to do. Um, so, and and then also though, we want people to reach out to us too because we're only you know, um, I mean we used to be a lot bigger than we are yeah, now, but yeah, um, yeah. So we we can only be certain areas at once. So we are always telling people, hey, let us know if there's something you want us to look into, um, uh, or something you think that needs to be shared. Let us know, and we can look into it. I mean, we're here for the community as well. We're a community paper, so. Um, and I think that's important, especially yeah. with a local newspaper and you, you don't, there's not so many of them out any, any longer. And I mean, the simple fact of the matter is maybe you don't want a, a paper delivered to your house every day, right? but you can get a digital subscription to local news, stuff that is directly pertaining to you and also news about the world and the, in the country oh, yeah. as well. But just being able to see stuff that's happening and you're like, oh, yeah, that is my neighborhood or that's adjacent to my neighborhood. And maybe we need to figure something out about that. Um, just all of those different things. It's like if you don't know what's happening around and you're just insulated to your own house, what are you going to do? Like you're just you're not going to be knowing about anything that's going on. I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, and <laughs> and I mean federal politics does does impact you know what goes on at the local level. So one of mm-hmm. the things too that will be um, that you know we're looking forward to reporting on is you know in this upcoming 2020 election, it's a big one. Um, you know we sent out we're asking people you know what are some of the big issues that you you know you want us to look like look at at the local level. So um, that's going to be something we're working on in the next several months. See everybody if you. Contact her right now. You go to her Twitter, Allison right Needles, now. right now. <laughs> go to the Tacoma News Tribune because uh, contact the, the email for their contact there is right there on the. Site yeah, as well. I'm really easy to reach. <laughs> and so just, you know, talk to her. Tell her this is what is the issue with you. And uh, we'll see what's going on with that. And maybe she'll be able to get out there and figure it out or at least pass it on to someone who is better uh, suited for that specific area. Right. Absolutely. Nice. We're going to take a break because I started just ranting at clouds and uh, maybe (laughs) just uh, get some water and hang out. Uh, When we come back, we'll get some more stuff with Allison Needles of the Tacoma News Tribune. Also, we'll be getting on to the coaster questions. Ooh, fun. Mostly me at my party being drunk writing stuff down. So we'll see how this works out. (laughs) And then also called shots. We'll be back in a minute. One of our great sponsors is the Union Club in Tacoma. This is the co-working space down here that has all levels of membership from the cafe membership all the way up to a private office, events and happenings. And if you wanted to host an event at the Union Club, they have a great hall that is semi-private, 2,400 square feet, wet bar and small deck and fits 200 people standing. Pricing for members are always cheaper and to become a member, all you have to do is go to www.unionclubtacoma.com 
play a little music. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, because the little thing is one of our advertisements. Oh, that's, true. that's, that's, that's how they figure out how to fast forward is I oh. play a little do, 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 which they probably just heard right now because I'm not going to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> we are back and we are here with Allison Needles from the Tacoma News Tribune and the Puyallup Herald. No, just the News Tribune okay, now. Okay, just the News Tribune yes. now. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't don't read Puyallup. No, still papers. read oh. Puyallup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, with the Tacoma News Tribune. And I think we will start off with some coaster questions. Yeah. I think at some point. I mean, I always say that I'm going to like make like a little bit of a like a teaser sting or something along those lines. Oh, yeah. And then I forget. So do 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 coaster questions. Woo. <laughs> Is that pretty good? <laughs> that Maybe put some actual good. music on after <laughs> that. Um, that one of the questions like that I don't know if I wrote it or not. I'll be honest. I don't think I wrote this one. So that's See. cool. Um, what's something local that you think is not getting enough attention? And this would, I would probably assume this is because you are a newspaper reporter and you see a lot of stuff. So is there something out there that you feel is not getting enough attention? Not getting enough attention. I was trying to think this when you said earlier. Uh, uh, I was like, I want to put in music now. I know, right? Do you have anything? Um, that I feel is not getting enough attention. See, I asked the question and I'm like, I didn't even think of something else either along those lines. Oh, man. Like, ah. See, because. through the circles and even just looking at something like uh, like the Tacoma subreddit, uh, I think we get like we've got really good food and we've got a yep. really good music scene. Yep. And I, I feel that those get enough attention because I'm seeing stuff about them. <laughs> so maybe just the fact that we we have kind of a waning uh, um, all ages music scene. There isn't a lot of places that you can just go to hang out if you are, you know, between the ages of like 18 and 21. Mm. And so I know that with like Real Art Tacoma so say Real Art. is basically the only place that I know that people can do anything uh, in in the area. So I feel that that's something that maybe is something we need more. Alma Mater is they, oh, yeah, all ages. Yeah. I, I'm, I believe they have some areas that are all ages as well because like the coffee house and stuff like that. So mm. I just... I don't know. Maybe it's uh, if people out there know that uh, more of those places. I don't. I don't plan on going to them, but I feel like we, we need them. I don't know. <laughs> you want to like, see I'm an more, but you're not guy. gonna yeah, go. Like, it yeah. sucks, right? Yeah. Because I, 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 I feel that. I know the feeling. Dude. I'm not. I'm not out of touch. <laughs> oh no. But I'm not necessarily <laughs> willing to go anywhere along those lines. So. <laughs> Oh, maybe. 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 Little out of touch. Little out of touch. Maybe. Just a little. <laughs> I just thought of another one, though. So, oh. surprise. Here's another question. And maybe we'll get back to that one if you think yes, about it. Whatever. Yes, I'm we'll figure thinking it out. about it. <laughs> um, uh, as, uh, and I don't want to put any like labels generationally or anything like that, but as a younger person, um, I'm going to assume uh, tech savvy. How has, how has technology helped you um, with your journalism? Huh, that's a good question. Um, well,. Tech savvy. Um, well, nowadays, <laughs> a lot of journalists kind of have to know how to do it all in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, whether that's making videos on your own or, um, you know, um, oh, one of the things actually that's really interesting and my coworker, um, her name is Josephine Peterson. So she's our county reporter. So shout she's out. great yeah. too. Yeah. Um, I'll give her a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so she showed me this. It is, it is a 
an app that translates like your interviews um, into words. So like, oh, so just so, like, yeah. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Um, but but it's, it, it'll like, like when you're doing it, it'll like give the dictation or whatever, and just put it out as it's going like live. Yeah, or yeah, I think it does do that. I usually do an interview, and then I like um, put the interview into the app, and it just like every, it's suddenly like all there, nice. and like yeah, and you can like click on certain like parts of it in here it just made like my life like a million times easier and that's I was like, amazing this is amazing and i bet journalists everywhere use this um <laughs> so that's like one of the things that's been really helpful because i was doing old school like transcribing for a long time so that yeah. that seems terrible like <laughs> yeah. just being just having to do that like it I, takes time <laughs> and that's one of the things like you're talking about like video i've been trying to get into doing more video editing because I've loathed it for most of my life. Like, mm. it's been hard enough to do audio editing. And then going from an audio editing uh, to mindset to a video editing mindset, it's, you can't just cut out words. Because then the people... It, it looks like Max Headroom. And it's <laughs> like it's it's absolutely terrible. Um, so, like, learning that sort of stuff has right. been fun. But, I mean, I've got an iPhone 11. I can do, like, everything on this stupid thing. Like, can I can make really good video, like... HD like Ethan HD videos because I've been doing some Ethan HD videos. Have you really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no stuff with the Destiny City comics and just him uh, basically shit talking uh, really weird comics that he's found. Oh, cool. They just have like <laughs> they just have long boxes of really strange comics. Like one of them is a superhero who was a football player, so he's super pro. That's his name. And it was the 90s. Oh, and he no. uh, ran around with Captain America a couple times and Spider-Man a couple times. And it apparently- seems like an Ethan comic. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. He was, he was like, this is stupid and amazing. And it really was because all of his comebacks you would think would be football related, but they weren't. They were all about his fist. Like, you shouldn't talk so much. I'll shut you up with my fist. Like, that was it. And you're like, this is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how I got on this tangent either. <laughs> Starting, I'm going as well uh, as we did in the first one as well. Um, uh, so if anyone wants to give us more coaster questions, let me know because that would be fun. It's not me just drunkenly writing them into a box at my party. It, it worked. We got some, right? <laughs> we got a little bit there. Um, I did want to do called shots, though. Oh, shit. Have you not thought of this yet? You've had... I, uh, we've been doing this right now for almost two hours. I know. Two hours I where I told you to have at least one. Dude, I was a little hungover this <laughs> A morning. lot of hungover. And it's probably your fault. It was absolutely my fault. Yeah, so... Yes. This, um, yeah, I've just been drinking coffee. <laughs> which is hilarious. Oh, you still got a beer, too. Yeah. It's cider, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. A cider. <laughs> Um, so the, the point of called shots is to give a shout out to wherever you're from local or something cool in Tacoma. And since we're about 10 days out of Valentine's day, I wanted to give a shout out to the place where I took my lovely wife, where Aww. we go. Um, it's an annual tradition to go on Valentine's day to this place, even though I need to go more often because they're sure you want to tell everybody where you go every Valentine's day. That's fine. All right. Cool. I don't care. They can go there too. <laughs> I you got to get a reservation <laughs> so you can go and hang out and say hi to me at the bar. Cause what? the bar is pretty close to right where I was sitting and that's fine, but it is uh, in North Tacoma. It's off of 26th and Proctor. It's the Pomodoro Italian restaurant, mm-hmm. which ah, last year, they had, uh, for their Valentine's Day, they had a potato chip encrusted halibut that was 
Fantastic. Yeah, the face yeah. you're making right now was the face <laughs> I made when I had it. It was really good. Um, unfortunately, that is uh, the next week's. So as of this oh. recording, uh, we don't. It was already passed, uh. but it wasn't the, for this year. And they actually had this year a ravioli, cheese ravioli with prawns. Still very, very good. But the halibut was fantastic. Oh, nice. So I, I imagine they're there. booked every Valentine's. They are. Yeah. Like super busy. And it's one of those ones where I'll go on uh, like February 1st and book a reservation because I want to have it. And I get it. So it works out. But yeah, they're booked throughout the entire night. Super good, though. Uh Got the wife got a bottle of wine, which I don't drink wine, but I had a glass because nice. it's fun. <laughs> nice. yeah, it's Valentine's you. Day, um, but yeah, they're just Pomodoro Tacoma. You can Google them, find them. I mean, we'll put the link on this as well. Uh, very good food, Scott. Man, I don't have a Tacoma one. That's fine. It's um, where you're at, man. Your called shots wherever you're at. Um, yeah, actually, um, I have one for Seattle though. All right, um, what's that? Uh, there's a King Street. Man, what is it called? King Street uh, Bar and Oven. It's it's right on King Bar Street. Bar and Oven? Yeah, right. It's a pizza place, right? <laughs> oh. But they only have an oven, so everything they bake. So, like, their fries are all baked, right? Their chicken wings are all break, baked. Interesting. Dude, it, they're awesome. That's been my go-to place for, well, since I quit taking the other bus. <laughs> so, um, that's, like, my new favorite place, man. They, they Dude, they just make these killer tacos. Every I, I haven't had bad what, food there yet. What, they bake tacos? Yeah. They're good as hell, dude. How do you do that? I don't know. Are they like open face tacos? You can get either way. They they do soft ones or hard ones. Ooh. I know. That's what I'm telling you. They probably just like bake the filling in there. I think they figured it out. They have like, uh, because they'll always have like chili and stuff right on the side. Oh, Oh, dude. It's so good. I'm telling you. Go there. What was it called again? Um, It's just King Street Bar and Oven, I think. Cool. Yeah. That's my, that's been my go to. Bar and oven. I feel like bar and oven you don't hear of. Right? No. <laughs> like, I've heard pub and grub. Yeah. Um, obviously, bar and grill. Bar and oven. I mean, yeah. yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. It's right next to a place called The Lodge. And it it's like The Lodge has this whole outdoorsy theme going on, right? Like, oh, kind of like Camp Lodge, Bar? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. Um, and it's right um, next to King Street Station. So, it's kind of a pain in the butt to get to. But really cool, man. But since you're a commuter and you ride that butt <laughs> yeah. or a train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's full of commuters as well. So, yeah. Yeah. We wave each other when we come in. Yeah. Hi, commuter. <laughs> Hello, commuter. <laughs> see the other drunk guys on the train. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know what you were doing. Allison, what do you got? So, I have been recently um, going to Happy Belly here in Tacoma. Happy Belly. Yeah. So, they are on Tacoma Ave. Okay. Um, And um, my coworker took me there once for lunch, and I had their... It was a... um, bacon avocado sandwich and some Ooh. soup and then like every lunch now i'm like i really want that so i go and get it so they i think they're i th- they i thought they were just like vegetarian but mm-hmm. it doesn't look i mean my sandwich bacon had bacon in it so there, are, oh, wait a minute. so there are other things like, <laughs> yeah is it is it just like a sandwich shop or yeah they do smoothies um oh. i think yeah so they do smoothies and then they just have like lunch things and they, they i think they're only open from like um until like uh 4 p.m or something so they're like during the lunch rush, okay I believe, dude but. a sandwich and soup place like a good one is they're see awesome. yeah you that's yeah. a good one yeah. like forget about it right <laughs> i'm like a total soup person like i could have soup for like every meal so when i find really? like a place that has soup i'm like yes my wife had this idea and i laughed at her but now the more that like i hear about because again she's a soup person as well she wanted to do a 
Ah, uh, she had a really catchy name for oh, it, man. but it was basically a soup potluck. Ooh, so yes. you would bring a uh, a, a small ish crock pot full of whatever soup you wanted to bring, and I don't know how it would work out with like the logistics of all of it, but people would bring them, and then there would be Tupperware containers, so you could take <laughs> the soup that you wanted to home, and you could try out everyone else's soup. Dude, I'm down to do this. Really? Yeah. I okay. Would do that sounds awesome. <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. Dude, so, I do like the chili feeds and stuff. Like back home, I, they'll yeah. do like chili feeds and uh, like rib cook-offs and stuff. I somehow, love it. Somehow dude, chili feeds up. seem... Better than a soup. <laughs> different. Soup. Not better. I'm not going to say better because that's just mean and I've already been mean enough to people who love soup. I'm down. I'll I just, eat your soup. Yeah. Ooh, all right. You got a favorite soup? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> no, now we're, now we're off the rails. Oh, right? Time for soup chat. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, uh, I love so many. My husband made this um, potato soup, though, but it was like... Uh, it was he, he tricked me because here try, he's like here try this potato soup and then i ate i was like this is great and he's like half of it's cauliflower so he like what? tricked me but it was so like it's it's supposed to be like a cauliflower potato nice. soup but it was like really really good so i like i kind of like the hearty potato soup but i i like all soups <laughs> it was funny like you bring up potato soup i have a a a, a co-worker who somehow again we were talking about soup of all things soup is delicious and, and they were like hold on and they ran back to their their cube and then came back and gave me their recipe that oh. they have like printouts for <laughs> for a potato soup nice. and like all of the instructions and i'm like awesome but this is a lot of work yeah. so we'll see what happens but like i think my favorite would be butternut squash Ooh, that's oh, okay. good too like it's one of those ones where i had it at like a like just any diner and it blew me away. It was just mm. a fall soup that I had never had before, and it was amazing. Yeah, Scott. Oh, uh, my favorite. Man. Yeah, I'm asking you. I'm asking you to do all of these, you know, yeah. thinking things here, I know. man. I don't know. Um, <laughs> soup chat. You know, honestly, if like if I'm doing it at home, like if we're eating it at home, it'd mm. be like a split pea soup, probably. That's good. Really? I don't know. Split yeah, pea? I just like the ham, like big chunks oh, of ham. Okay. In there. Um, mm. And the carrots get me, man. Um, but. I'm, I was in Nevada like recently. Yeah, and there's man. a there's a restaurant there. It's a Basque restaurant, and they do like family style meals. You said Basque, Basque, yeah. Like, never heard of Basque. I've never heard of Basque. <laughs> it's like Spanish, kind of uh, from Spain. Like I'm thinking like B A S K, like a no. lizard oh, basking yeah. in the sun. And uh, I'm like, I don't get this S- at all. It's S Q U E. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a Q in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they do like family style uh food. So like when you Ooh. sit down and they just bring out like um. They bring out a soup. Uh, it's like a cabbage soup. Okay. But it's phenomenal, dude. Nice. Yeah. And I would have to say that that is like my all-time favorite soup ever if I have to have a soup. <laughs> like, you're going to eat this, and, and the only thing you can have, that's the one I would have. It's I was going back awesome. to Nevada, man. It was awesome. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, and and, and actually, um, dude, a lot of people listen. I know I brought it up earlier. but Really? Dude, I was surprised. Yeah, because I ran into a bunch of friends, like people, and they're like, oh, yeah, because it's uh, talking about work and stuff. Oh, yeah, no, I listen to the show. I watch the show. Brian, uh, guy at the Red Lion. There was a couple of ladies that I used to work with, bartenders there. Yeah, Are you yeah dude, it was really cool. That's amazing. So, yeah, shout out to all those people, man. Which is great. Like, seriously, a shout out to everyone. Like, the fact that people, like, as far away as, like, Colorado will come back and talk to us about yeah. stuff and, like, listening outside of the state, it gives a glimpse of what we have going on here. And I mean, it's just as easy. You can do the exact same thing if you go to the Tacoma News Tribune and check out Allison's uh, articles. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's like something that 
you're having fun doing, I assume. Yeah. But then also so that the fact that they're able to uh, see into that world is kind of cool. Yeah, it was really neat, man. Like, I didn't think that many people listened or... You know. Well, that's the problem is we mm-hmm. look at the numbers, and right. the numbers don't give you a full scope of everything. But when you see the numbers and you're like, well, I hope more people are listening. <laughs> but, I mean, we even had that when we were at uh, the Brewer's Row where we had people come up and say that they listened and they like spouted off specific episodes. We're like, oh my God, you really do listen. That's really cool. Uh, that is kind of the neatest thing is when you're rolling around town and you run into somebody. I'm sure that happens to you too, right? When Every pe- once in a while. You yeah. show up and they're like, oh, the reporter's here, right? <laughs> yeah. it, it, come on. It's got to be kind of cool. Yeah, sometimes. I I love it. <laughs> I think it's neat. Well, Allison, seriously, thank you so much for coming on the podcast with us. Allison Needles at the Tacoma News Tribune. On Twitter, it's just really simple. Allison Needles. Yes. And uh, people can uh, submit some maybe inquiries about stuff that's going on, maybe some leads, all that fun stuff. Do you like is I just kind of going uh, off uh, on it. I was uh, like I was just thinking like, I think I like the, the hard-boiled reporter that's like <laughs> sitting at the desk waiting for the lead and yeah. you get like a is just like running out to the place and doing all the stuff and getting all the the research down. It's like what what is it like like for that for you? Like the day-to-day life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little bit of that. Um it depends. Some days are busier than others. Some days it's, you know, well, for me I'm not on breaking news, so it's a little less hectic than you would imagine. So we have a break, breaking news reporter and uh, they're okay, like okay. on like you know something crazy happens um uh, but if like a big scale thing happens then we're all pretty much on deck but um for the most part it's you know um you know going out you know i have scheduled meetings every week that i go to and you know talking to people and a lot of it is sitting and writing after that part too um and then a lot of research so a lot of you know yeah and that can be you know talking to people um both in and out of the office so it it, honestly it varies it depends but just going out there sometimes (laughs) on the field and uh, checking Mm -hmm. all that people might see you out there be like i want to talk about this we're like well shoot me an email please that has never (laughs) happened to me yet well (laughs) maybe it will now (laughs) maybe Uh, who knows but seriously uh thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us check out her articles go to the uh, tacoma news tribune i mean you can find it it's Google. It's the internet. And we have a link right here. Very yeah. easy for you to get all of those links. It's super important to uh, support your mm-hmm. local newspaper. You need a local newspaper. So get out there. Buy one. Yeah. Subscribe. Do it. And you need a local podcast like us. So yeah. thank you for listening <laughs> and supporting us, whether you do it via just liking us on social media, sending us messages that way, uh, giving us financial support on Patreon, just patreon.com slash gritcitypodcast. Uh, give us those coaster questions. If you go to gritcitypodcast.com, there is a link right there. Ooh, there is a form. You There's can just a go form. right there and yeah. type if, in your questions. If Super you have easy. questions for drunk podcasters or maybe any of our past guests, because we'll probably have them back on for something. They yeah. do that a lot. Yeah. Or if you have any leads that you want us to talk to, we're a little more gonzo on our uh, our uh, reporting. It's not reporting. We're no. just talking to people. We yeah, don't want to actually... Not really. It's no, not much of an interview. <laughs> but info at Grit City Podcast. Uh, you can uh, get us any sort of contact information. People that you think that are interesting in Tacoma that you want us to talk to, please do so and I, I guess until next time guys stay gritty you've been listening to the grid city podcast check them out at gritcitypodcast.com yeah.